he was doing what most parents do, protecting his children, but his protection in the form of hiding embarrassing details came at a huge cost. Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money, a podcast where we have nuanced conversations about money, business, and life, where we take the time to explore the human side of money because success with money is never just about the numbers. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmons, and I'm really, really glad you've taken the time to spend some time with me today. Two things before we dive into today's episode. First, I wanted to make sure you knew that I have a few new coaching spots available to start in July. When I work with my clients, I am deeply invested in helping you get better at running the business of what you do. This tends to look a lot like helping you gain more insight about what you do and why, enhance your business skills, and to cultivate a process for applying your learnings from our coaching engagement to your business vis-a-vis tweaking your business model, sales process, and pricing strategy. My goal is to co-create with you a roadmap so that as you are more successful, You are not only that, but you are more profitable and you are not broke, not broke financially, not broke energetically, and not broke creatively. If you'd like to chat about what this may look like for you and your business, then schedule a discovery call and let's see if there's a fit. Send me a DM on Instagram. Let me know you want to schedule a discovery call and we will take things from there. And then here's the second thing before we dive into today's episode. I am smiling from ear to ear. I don't know if you can, you know, hear it in my voice, but here's why. I don't know if you heard the news, but this week it was announced that LA County will return Bruce's Beach, I'm sorry, Bruce's Beach to the descendants of the Black family it belonged to nearly 100 years ago. You can go to Google for all of the details, but here's a quick recap and why this is so significant. The Bruce family bought this property back in 1912 as a resort for Black families but they were forced to sell it in 1924. And as you might imagine, they had to sell it for a pittance. Today, this land is worth about $20 million. And it is now in the hands of the descendants of the Bruce family. And LA County now has to pay the family rent. Oh, what an incredible win for the Bruce family. Yes, it took a hundred years, but it is a win for the Bruce family. And it's one that speaks to the point that I made in the podcast episode um, just last week or the week before, podcast episode 136 about Juneteenth and Black wealth. So this win, this milestone, this acknowledgement, it's one that we should all celebrate. So Yay, 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 yay. Let's indeed celebrate with them. Now, let's get into today's show. 
I usually use the winter holiday season to encourage folks to talk about money with their family because, you know, it's the holidays. But the ongoing coverage about inflation and a possible recession, plus a recent conversation with a friend, makes me think that perhaps now is good a time as any to switch things up, especially when it comes to sharing possible talking points and actions to take so that you can do everything you possibly can to financially protect the seniors in your life. The conversation I had with my friend, just in terms of timing, happened just two days after the Fed raised interest rates by 75 basis points. You see, my friend's mother has a fixed annuity with a variable component that kicks in if the market is X percent above an index. A bit wonky, I know. Even though the Fed's move was actually a positive for my friend's mother because the Fed's hike affected the variable a part of her annuity, her mother was a little confused and worried and she wondered, well, how is this going to impact me? Thankfully, my friend used to work in banking and she understands how annuities of this type work. So she was able to quell her mother's worry and address her confusion and they're all set. Reminding her mother of the details of the annuity that she has, though, that was the easy part. The same can't be said for the emotions that it triggered in terms of the responsibility that my friend has helping her mother navigate financial instruments that maybe she fully understood when she bought them some years back, but now understands less so, or maybe understands less so in the context of what is currently happening in our financial markets. Another friend, well, she actually wished her father had opened up to her about what was going on with him sooner than he did. Because sadly, he lost his home and a good chunk of his money to someone who preyed on his frailty. He's in the early stages of dementia. Now these two friends of mine, they don't know each other, yet they share something in common. They are in what is called the sandwich generation. Being in the sandwich generation can be emotionally challenging, particularly when it comes to helping elders with their finances, whether that involves managing their money, answering questions, quelling fears, or protecting them from predators. And you may be in a similar situation, whether it's your parents or another senior who is dear to you. If so, do you discuss how your parents or senior aged loved ones are investing their money do they seem to understand what they have? Do they talk with you about the news and how rising prices are affecting the quality of their life? Can you tell if they are being financially abused? I ask this because according to the Department of Health and Human Services, the US population aged 65 or older is 54.1 million. This likely means you do love someone in this demographic. It also may mean you are already having some interesting conversations with your loved ones about their money and their wishes, or you are in the camp of wishing they'd be open to do so. 
Now, look, I realize I was fortunate. My mother and I talked about money. You may recall me sharing in a previous episode how my mother showed me how to balance a checkbook when I was in middle school. And my mother was many things, including being a planner and practical. When her cancer returned, she initially designated me as her power of attorney. Then we became joint account owners on some accounts. And then she had her estate plan created. And in the spirit of full disclosure, I've said it before, but you might be a new listener. And if so, welcome. But uh, in the spirit of full disclosure, I was the one that was a bottleneck in terms of the progression of these things happening at a faster pace. Why? Because I was scared. And I admit that I was scared. So there's that. But I am so grateful to my mother, as I said, for many things, including the gift of her having her financial affairs in order. As a result, I was able to grieve without contending with financial matters that should have been addressed prior to her death. I say all of that and paint that backdrop because though the dynamics are different, I can understand why my friend's father didn't open up to her about the condition of his finances. I mean, after all, you know, he's the patriarch of the family. He's the breadwinner. He took care of his wife and his children. He was doing what most parents do, protecting his children. But his protection in the form of hiding embarrassing details came at a huge cost. And when she expressed her frustration with me about her father's situation with the words, help me help you, I could understand that too, because had she known what was going on, he'd still own his own home and he wouldn't have had so much money depleted from his accounts over a period of about 10 years. And this is significant because per a piece from AARP, quote, more than 369,000 incidents of financial abuse targeting older adults are reported to authorities in the U.S. each year, causing an estimated $4.8 billion in losses. And this is according to a January 2022 analysis of federal and state data by Comparatech, a cybersecurity research company. Sometimes financial abuse and fraud happens because of strangers. So think of those unsolicited phone calls requesting financial information and the elders in your family, you know, are gullible and they just give it away. Other times it happens by people a person trusts. So think another family member or caregiver. And unfortunately, this was the case with my friend's father. Several years ago, Eversafe was created by a text expert after learning his mother had been financially exploited. I have no, you know, interaction with Eversafe. I've never used it. I don't know anyone that's used it. But here's what I do know. A service like this would have allowed my friend to be a second set of eyes, and she would have detected the suspicious activity happening with her father's financial accounts, even from halfway across the country. As the seniors in your life age, it's natural that they may need a little extra help dealing with their finances and financial affairs. 
It may also be the case that you'll need to be the one to take the lead in getting things going. To help in this regard, here are a few things to keep in mind. There is no perfect time to get the conversation going, but current news and events can help get things started. It may very well feel awkward and emotional for everyone involved, and that's okay. It's important to remember you're not just having one conversation, it's a series of conversations. And it's also important to keep in mind your goal. Your goal is to be in the know about what they have and what they wish. And that in, in involves knowing, for example, what kind of accounts do they have? Where are they keeping their account numbers or their passwords, names of the institutions with which they work, their financial institutions, investing institutions, their credit cards? Have they been filing their taxes and where are their tax returns? And you want to know that, you know, you can easily put your hand on the last five years or the last seven years. And there's even more. And if, and if you need a reference, you can actually go to the National Institute of Health. Um, they have a pretty lengthy list of things that you would want to know when it comes to the elders in your life. As with most relationships, when it comes to sensitive topics, it boils down to negotiation and collaboration. And really that is what it is all about. And there's no doubt that financially protecting the seniors in your life requires that negotiation and collaboration and that it can be a fine line to walk because you don't want them to feel like you're taking over and that you are controlling them. On the contrary, you simply want to be kept in the loop and be an asset to them. They retain complete autonomy unless, of course, their health circumstances require something else. I'm bringing this all up because in the U.S., we are about to celebrate July 4th. What I want is for today's episode to be viewed as a call to action, to take advantage of the holiday, of the upcoming long holiday weekend. This may be the perfect time to either initiate the conversations you need to have or pick up where you left off previously. And if you have a hard time getting your parents or senior aged loved ones to open up and talk with you about their money and their wishes, feel free to share the stories that I've shared in this episode as conversation starters. And if they're really hip, <laughs> tell them to listen to the podcast because combined, the snippets that I've shared tap into three dimensions or three areas of money directly, investing, banking, and estate planning, and two indirectly, insurance and taxes. If you can envision me standing on a corner with a bullhorn in my hand, this is what you would hear me saying. None of us can control when, when inflation will rear its head or the volatility of the stock market. Likewise, we can't control what the Fed does or doesn't do and how that ends up affecting our day-to-day -day living. But what you talk about when you talk with the seniors in your life is A, something you can control, and B, is an incredibly great way to financially protect your loved ones. Well, that is it for today's episode. As always, thank you for listening all the way until the end. 
If today's episode sparked an aha or reflection, I'd love to hear more. So please send me a DM on Instagram. If you'd like to show appreciation for this podcast or perhaps this particular episode, please share it so we can reach more people. If you are on Apple Podcasts, please take a moment to leave a rating and a review. We do read them. And if you'd like to buy me a coffee, here's how you can do that. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. Again, buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. And I have to do a special shout out because a lot of you bought me coffees after my Juneteenth episode. And I just really, really appreciate that. So thank you. And again, thank you for listening today. I'll be back next week. I hope you will too. Until then, remember, it's about more than money.